Coming to you live from Parkview Studios, The Garage, this is The Brothers Catch Up, a weekly podcast where two brothers come together to catch up. I'm Sal Biazzi. With me, as always, is my brother. Frankie Biazzi. I was thinking all this week that we are probably the smartest podcast that only an idiot would listen to. Sounds about right. Uh, <laughs> that being said, uh, we are the smartest nation in the world that has, like, an idiot government. Like, the whole government is so stupid. Or brilliant, depending on how you're looking at it. I look at them as brilliant. Because, like, if the goal is to start World War Three with nuclear arms, like, they are doing a great job. Yeah. And it's so weird because we're at a period of time where I feel like we've talked on this podcast, like, we've been trying to steer, weird, steer clear of political stuff a lot. We don't follow it as closely as we used to because like we're both jaded and bitter and all that stuff yeah, it just feels like like whatever it's too much but it's fun wait hold on okay just got a text message all right as we're talking interesting from amanda all right our shitty government can't do nothing right can't which i think do, is funny that she said can't do nothing can't right do nothing right so true um and it's the whole pipeline shit were fill me in on the pipeline. I was on vacation. I heard something about Biden saying like we're not we're, we'll bomb that Nord pipeline if we have to. And then immediately, but it was bombed. Up. And they're like, well, we didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, and then immediately blew up. And then he said we didn't do it. And then the whole week they've been trying to like spin it, like Russia did it. And then today, Blinken came out and was, like, talking, and he essentially said, uh, it was a great thing for us that it blew up. Well, we didn't do it. (laughs) It's a great thing that happened to us. We said we're going to do it, but we didn't do it. We had nothing to do with it, though. Russia did it, actually, to themselves. Weird. I think that's just, like, I'm so tired. I'm so tired of it. They just run the same play over and over again. And we're at a moment in time where Democrats are about to win the midterm elections, probably, because... People don't realize, like, I was just having a conversation with some very true blue conservatives, people who have literally been members of the Republican Party their whole lives. Like, they didn't understand it until I spelled it out for them, that the Republican Party is working hand-in-hand with the Democrat Party to make sure the Democrat Party's midterm election is as painless for them as possible. They are very unpopular, so it will be painful, but the Republican Party is trying as hard as it can to lose as much as it can so the Democrats don't take as much as a beating as they can. Because if the Republican Party were working to win as much as possible, they would be in a stronger position than they are than ever before. But and instead, they, they're, they're almost weaker than ever because their president is being I think, railroaded I think and they, they have are, no unity I think all. they are weaker than ever. Ever. And I do think, by the way, like I think that is a fault of Trump because of just who he was and where he comes from and like... It did, like, it did split the Republican Party. And I think that's a good thing in terms of, like... I do, too. Ultimately. But the problem is, is, like, I thought the Democrat Party was going to split. And somehow, some way, they've not split. These... Listen, this is why I get so upset with the Democrats. These left-wing, super-liberal assholes that go along with the Democratic Party that does nothing for them is so crazy because, like... All they care about is, like, these social justice issues that, like, they pretend to care about. Like, they don't actually care about anything. 
and it just placates them and then everyone is on board and it's like how do you still support that party? It makes no sense. We're about to be in dude, nuclear World War Three. People are going to go out I, and march to vote I for started, Joe Biden's minions. Last night on the plane, I was watching Greatest Beer Run Ever, which yeah. is... Have you seen anything about it? Nope. Zach, all right, so Zac Efron, he's, it's a true story. This really happened during the Vietnam War. This guy is from New York, and he's like, I'm going to go to Vietnam, and I'm bringing a, an American beer all my buddies in Vietnam and he just does it which is fucking cool but in the beginning of the movie it's like him and his buddies who are like so for the war and not like for the war but like we gotta support these soldiers and like they're showing like the protests of like LBJ and the government and like how bad like the war is and the the movie does this really weird thing where like you're, you're supposed to be on the side of the guy going on the beer run. But here I am going, well, like, I kind of think these protests are right. LBJ is a piece of shit. This war is nonsense. Everyone knows now, like, the Vietnam War is crazy that it even happened. During the... When it was happening, everyone knew it was crazy. But it made me laugh because I'm like, if only they would have realized now that those same people are still... They're still leftists. But the leftists aren't doing that anymore yeah it's crazy it's crazy like everything flipped except for like i don't like to say like like me like people like us right who were these the the bernie people they were only bernie people i mean i guess there were probably people on the right the ron paul people but i'm talking from the left point of view the bernie people the people that didn't want hillary clinton but then were lied to. And then the people who didn't go back to Bernie. The people who, like, just full-on pivoted and either went to Trump or just went full libertarian or just went on out. Green Party. Any of those people. They're the only people, in my opinion, that have any credibility. Yeah. So it's just crazy. It's nuts. I don't... The problem is a whole generation of people have, been, have grown up on, like, the Young Turks. And, like, believe that shit. Like, that's it. Well, but again, like, how do you, how do people, how did me and you, I was a fan of Young Turks, I used to watch Young Turks every day. I like the Young Turks to a point. I don't like them now, but I, I, I like did. I watch them to like, when things are Like I used to, them. I used to like the Young Turks, and then I went, oh, well they're just peddling the same It's Democrat talking points, it's, it's not. It's written. a different version of but Democrat propaganda. So many people didn't say oh I don't like these people anymore and they yeah. still like them and that's a problem yeah it's crazy yeah so I don't know I, I don't know listen so when the when the this country yeah. is having an economic collapse mm -hmm. we'll just keep sending billions of dollars to Ukraine to fight this war that is so fucking dumb and insane mm -hmm. I don't know it's 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 crazy where we are because I keep impressing myself with how naive I can be or like how far off I could possibly be about different I don't know predictions or like not even I don't you know I don't think I'm, I'm predicting anything but like speculations mm -hmm. but like I really didn't think 
we could be at a point where we would be at a World War Three nuclear armed conflict with Russia, where the media is like egging it on, and like everyone is kind of for it. Orwellian nightmare end times where censorship is like the rule of the land. And at the same time, people would be also calling me conspiracy theorists. I thought at some point people would be like, hey, this dude's right. But what I didn't, what I don't realize, it, it was, I guess it's the scariest part of all of it. It is kind of like what you read about in World War II where like, yeah, everyone just was like super fucking whacked out and didn't realize that everything that was happening was terribly evil and did nothing to stop any of it. And, like, what are we supposed to do to stop it? Like, I feel like maybe this is our form of protest, like, putting out our message when we can. But also, what are we supposed to do? That's We're the thing. Like, I, I, don't think, I don't think there is there, – there's no such thing as protest anymore. Like, we've – They've the, ruined protests. Yes, because the only protest is, like, organized protest by them. And then if you go to one of those, it's going to be – there's going to be a clash like, and violence – the trucker protest was like a real protest, and look how look what happened there. They were vilified. Yeah. So. So it's it's over. It's been <laughs> but it's been over. Well, that's why we started the podcast. The nuclear war though is going to be pretty cool. But like, dude, three months ago when they were running commercials about what to do in case of a nuclear attack, like those weren't just like, oh, we're going to put out a commercial. They're like, hey, get ready. Dude, I got that little spot in my house that is going to be perfect for the nuclear attack. What spot? I don't think that's going to save you. Of course it is. A brick wall? You just have to be a little underground to survive a nuclear attack. I don't think that's underground. If they hit New York and D.C., just get yourself a little underground. Go to the beach and dig a hole in the sand and, like, bury yourself a little. And, like, make sure you breathe. How long is that going to last? Like, 20 minutes. And then you just come up and it's fine? Yeah, because we're, like, so far... This is only presuming they're bombing... This is, like, New York, D.C. If, like, they bomb Tom's River, like, we're probably dead. But... <laughs> they're probably not going to do that. Yeah, hopefully. I don't know. You know. There are, like, videos you can watch where the nuclear scenario goes off. And it's, like, literally one bomb goes off. And then by 15 minutes, like, the entire face of, like, America and Russia and China and, like, Israel and Europe is just... But that's what I'm saying, like... All, like, nuclear bombs. If... If one bomb goes off, yeah, they're all going off and it's over. Well, that's the idea. That's what people say. But I don't necessarily believe that because there's different levels to the nuclear bomb. Now. and there's Now there are. I still think it's just... And if you honestly want to know how I feel about nuclear technology and where we actually are, I think nuclear technology is like a euphemism that we use for whatever our next biggest, deadliest, scariest thing that we're actually going to do to you because I don't actually think that either country have really interest... Of reaching deep into their nuclear stockpile to throw nuclear bombs at each other to have mutually assured destruction. I think one or the other has something in their pocket even bigger. Like, I actually think we have one space giant battles laser. happening above the Earth. One giant <laughs> laser that just comes down and just burns the entire country to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> but see, I'm a conspiracy No theorist. mess. Don't take me seriously. All I'm saying is I've been telling you we would be in a nuclear-armed World War III with Russia since as early as 2012. Since the first talks of Syrian invasion, so that was even earlier in 2012, maybe 2011, but when the State Department started throwing that shit around, what what were people like me saying? We were saying, this will lead to a nuclear-armed conflict with Russia. We need to avoid that at all costs. We've been saying that for a decade now. Um, My mic was pushed up very far, like touching. That cough was real deep. 
touching this. I don't know how my mic is going to sound for this whole thing. I don't know how long it's been like that. It'll probably sound fine. <sighs> yeah. Listen, just buy your cans of beans, buy your rice. Just be prepared. Be prepared. No, that's from? No. Uh, Lion King. What? Scar. You know the song he sings before the hyenas? Be prepared. No, 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 no. I have no idea what you're talking about. No. Come on. It's classic. I'm a big Lion King fan. I have no idea what you're talking about. But I also haven't seen Lion King in a very long time. Google Scar Be Prepared. Mm. Do it. Mm. Right classic now? Classic song, yes. Remember right, that, so now that we got nuclear war out of the way. Remember that whole podcast where we just talked about cats? Yeah, well, we're going to have more episodes. We had a whole episode where we were talking about disc golf. We're going to have more episodes like that. Next week, we're going to have a whole episode that <laughs> dedicated to the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, be be prepared for that. Yeah, so. Oh, I remember this shit. Huh? We probably can't play much of this. Oh my god. I never realized Scar was gay. Pause that. That's crazy. Alright, well, thank you, Disney. We would not. This is fair use because we were just saying that that clip is really nice. Comments are turned off on that video, which is weird, right? Would comments be turned off of a song. Disney probably just gets a lot of hate comments. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so, what else would you like to talk about? Game of Thrones is pretty sweet. Yeah, uh, that was the best episode to date. Dude, are we at a point now where this season of Game of Thrones is reached credibility enough where we can say, like I said from the beginning, this is Game of Thrones. It's not a different show. Yeah, it's the same show. If right? it has such... Oh, Here's why I will have I do have a complaint. Yeah. That and this is why I think people just hated on season eight to hate on it. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest complaints of season eight was from the the long night episode. How dark it was. How dark it was. This show, there's a scene that like is at least fifteen minutes long in every episode where I'm like, I can't see anything Where's on the, the screen. Brightness on your television. It is, dude. Well, today I was watching it on my phone, maybe that's why. But I can't Looks see good on my TVs. what's happening. <laughs> that whole scene where Damon and Rhaenyra are on the beach. I don't know what's happening. I will say, the, when they're standing, when you go to the scene where they kind Make of, it brighter. When they're... It's still a funeral. Like, it's the wake, but they're, like, still outside for some reason, and it's the sun's, like, gone down. And they're, like, go it's to like bed. It's, like, an oddly dark scene. Yeah, it's weird. I don't like it. And they're telling the kids to go to bed, dark. and I'm like... I'm like, like, I feel like it's daytime. Why are you sending the kids to bed? But it's also really... Like, everything's just gray. I just feel like they put a weird filter on it. Yeah, everything's just gray. All the time. Whatever. I agree with you. Then... But I don't think think the show's too dark. In the beginning, before... Once... What's the kid's name? Amond? Yes. Before Amond gets onto the dragon, I didn't know what he was doing. I was like, is he looking at Damon and Rhaenyra? Because I didn't see the dragon. There's just a giant lump on my screen. Also, I don't think Vagar, like, I know he's the biggest dragon, but he's, like, old as shit. He's a cool dragon, though. Dude, when he's flying, and the arm 
you can see like the the arm and how textured it is like in the wing and like the it's good CGI like really good yeah it looks good the show's really the show's badass I I can't get enough man I was really hoping one of the kids was gonna kill another kid like I was I didn't care who I just wanted one of the kids to die because I thought it would like really bring some drama like I thought Amon was gonna smash a rock into one of the kids' faces that they I don't care about because, like, they're not real kids. They're real kids. Bastards. Because this is the weird thing. I'm very strongly a Rhaenyra Damon fan. But Rhaenyra's bastard kids I don't care about. I'm kind of with the Targaryen kids being, like, calling them bastards. They're still Targaryens, though. Yeah, barely. What are you talking about? They're black hair. Kids. Yeah, black hair. Although Jon Snow had black, black hair, hair, I know. I just dude, kinda... Harwin Strong seemed like a badass dude. Yeah, he did, but then he died, so... Like a bitch. Yeah, so he just got alive. burned alive. I will burn! You know who I, who I really dislike, but I like? Who? Clubfoot. Well, he, that's his brother, yeah. Yeah, I like him. But I don't. But I do. Um, it's... I, see, I watch a lot of people who review it and like talk about it. And a lot of them are book readers, and I can see why they don't like it as much as I do. But I think that their criticisms of the end of Game of Thrones are a lot to do with because the books ended. So I don't. I understand that they wanted a different ending, or they they have complaints about the ways in which it's inferior to the media they prefer or whatever. But in my opinion, someone who didn't read the books and probably won't ever read the books. I think that these, as a TV, cohesive TV show, like now nine seasons, I think this is awesome. And like, and I didn't think this, I didn't think season seven or eight are bad, but I think this is all just telling one, this is the Game of Thrones universe. Yes. You can think about this like Star Wars or Fast and the Furious or whatever. <laughs> I love that Fast and Furious is... These are lumped, universes that we... Lumped yeah. into that. These are universes that like... These, Everyone knows the biggest cinematic these, universes. Well, these... Star Wars, Fast and Furious. Marvel, whatever you want to say. <laughs> But these are all just telling the same essential story of the universe in visual formats. So yes. Like if you want to, if it, if you prefer it as being related to your book or not, just look at it that way and then move forward. Because as as a book reader, I don't have any issues with it. Now, You're granted, <laughs> I am no. Uh, I think I'm officially three percent completed with all of the A Song of Ice and Fire books. I'm a hundred pages into book one. That's a that's a feat for me. And I, let me tell you something. My eyes can't like I. I don't know if you could do this. I don't know what other Game of Thrones readers do. Yeah. But because of the structure of the book, how like each chapter they're like really short and they're just about like that character and like what's going on in their story, very much like the way the show is structured. If you could like skip the ones you don't like, I could be. Couldn't be less interested in what's going on with Daenerys. Like her books, like her chapters. I, I'm just like, oh, <laughs> this bitch. Like I just got to read about. I don't care. Like I, like I'm like, <coughs> and I think that's George R. R. Martin's fault for how good all the other chapters are. You get like a good John chapter. You get a good Catelyn chapter. You're like, oh shit. Like so, what's going on now? Then you get a Daenerys shot, and you're like, oh. <laughs> all right, what's going on? <laughs> like, I don't. <laughs> but I've also been rewatching Game of Thrones, 
And I think maybe I just don't like Danny because it's actually how I feel about the show too. In the show, when they go to like Essos, wherever she is, I don't care. I'm like, no, bring me back to Winterfell. What's going on in King's Landing? That's why I'm excited for the future of Hot D because I think there's going to be, it's gonna, it's so far just the best of Game of Thrones. It's a lot of just the, a lot of high stakes. They've done a really good job of. Like the the characters, yeah, I think and the are actors great. are doing a great. The actors are fantastic. All of them, the kids, everyone. Oh wait, can we talk about the ending of this episode? Sure, yeah. When they show Carl and La- spoiler alert, Carl and Lenor on the boat. Hey, spoiler! Did that? Did that not blow your mind? Uh, I was happy to see him alive. Me too. It makes sense that he was alive. Now is that what? They were planning? Like was Matt, I think so, yeah. Like is is Damon well, Damon kills the that guard to be like, hey person. I got a body for you. Yeah. Like he's telling him, like, hey, go run away with Lenor. We're gonna pretend like he's dead. Yeah. Pretty cool. It makes sense. Yeah. I saw people debating whether or not Renera knew she was dead. Ooh. Or not, like if maybe Renera thinks that, that he's dead. He's dead. But I tend to think that Renera and Matt and I keep Damon. calling him Matt Damon. He's Matt Damon. <laughs> uh, what I wanted to know was I I I agree. I don't need title cards to be like six months later. Yeah. I do want to know how long was Lenor presumed dead before these two are getting married. Because it's a little suspicious if it's, like, the next day. They're like... I know. That seemed to be, like... Based on how long... It was, like... Things, it seems like it was, like, it was that like moment. The, yeah, it was, like... <laughs> Lenor's dead? Let's get married. It's, like... Uh, I think you should wait, like, a couple months, maybe. But I think it probably was, like, at least weeks. Yeah, I don't know. Because it was towards the last... It was, like, the last thing that happened. I liked their, like, cloaks. The beige that, like, blended into the red. And I liked the cutting of the lips and putting the blood uh, it was really cool it makes sense that they're gonna be like oh. the going against the high towers and like the high towers gotta be dreading <laughs> how stupid is this earth? those like, kids we're one family no but he's right I he's right like no one can stop us if we just don't be assholes how like, is that gonna work like why is Allison so like, why does she care so much about her kid becoming king? Because you don't give a that, fuck. Because she thinks that the war that's going to happen is inevitable. But it's not a war between them. It didn't have. It doesn't have to be. It there's a war between them right now, but there's a bigger war that's going to happen regardless. That they're trying. That they're getting in front of essentially. Like the people being like, she's not the king, like the queen. Yes, there are there are a lot of people. Who? In like the, the Lannisters? Run. Like, is it the Lannisters that's going to be like the High Towers? But the, the High Towers don't have to. Is the point? It's not. It's not under. It's, he's. They're essentially saying it's out of our control. Like the lords of the land don't want. We have fucking dragons. So if you don't like it, Think we're gonna burn you to the if ground. If you lived, if you're like lived in the lands that the High Tower ruled, and you know that Otto's the hand of the king, and you know that Alicent married the king, and Alicent had the son of the king, and the son of the king is not going to be the king, I would say I understand that like he named his daughter to be the 
the heir the before works. the boy people was born. People want their people in power. Well, suck it up. Well, that's why the war is going to stop. Don't be a bitch. That's what I say. They're not going to be a bitch. They're fight you. That's being a bitch. That's also, they have dragons, though. Like, <clears throat> you well, go against me. I dragons now, too. An old, ancient dragon who's no, going to pass out. Aemon has a dragon. Aegon? Aegon. I mean, has a dragon. Not He's worried a dragon about rider. That kid only having one eye is pretty sick. Dude. He's going to look like a badass when they put a little patch on him. He's going to have like a little scar. For sure. I think I'm going to go for Halloween as Damon. How would you do it? You need a big wig. Just dye my hair. Like one of those spray paint cans. You know, real bright white. Just bleach my whole head. You ruin your hair. I have to shave my head (laughs) after Halloween. (laughs) Then straighten it, and then it's done. Dude, I'm playing Temtem. I know. I'll be honest with you. I don't care about your Temtem, but you can talk about it if you want. We could talk about your knockoff Pokemon. It's better than knockoff. It's not. You said it yourself. It's not. It's not. It's good, though. Have you seen anything from uh, the new Pokemon? I've seen rumblings, but I haven't been like... Looks pretty sweet. Yeah. Is it what you think it is? Is it like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Arceus mixed with like a real Pokemon game? Mm-hmm. It's going to be cool. So, yeah, there's things going on. If we survive lu- nuclear war long enough to get there. Supposedly GTA 6 leaked in its entirety. Oh, shit. But I don't know. I didn't see that.
We all this was all we almost didn't have a podcast today. Why not? Well, I was about to quit. Oh, because I missed one if day. We don't record on Mondays. There's no episode. I was or Sunday. I'll be honest. Or Saturday. I knew you were going to be upset about it, and I was like, kind of, like, not happy about it, but like a little like, let's see how mad he gets about this. I'm very upset. I'm very upset. I <laughs> look. We could have recorded ahead of time. Podcasts that have millions of listeners don't have the consistency we have. I think we can miss a day. I don't do any of this for I think we can miss other a day. Us. Then, then why do you care that it's a day late? Because we should have a schedule. We have a, All right, a so, meeting to keep. So, therefore, neither one of us are ever going to go on vacation again because of this we podcast. We can record in advance and make sure they get uploaded on a schedule if we plan together. If we How? work together ahead of time, we will not miss an upload on a Monday. We don't have to necessarily sit down and record... Every Monday, but if you know you're going away and we're not going to have any chance to record on a Monday, we could have sat down on Wednesday before you left or Thursday morning, which we had plenty of time, and we could have recorded a podcast and it would have been up yesterday. And I would have been happy. You're not wrong. I didn't know you weren't going to be home until midnight. Why didn't I know that part of the plan? I was home at two. I mean, just like a little. I got like no sleep. when it comes to work things, when it comes to all of other aspects of our life, like I really don't want to give you shit for like what you do and what you plan, but like for the Brothers Catch a podcast, I just think it's the least. I don't appreciate thing getting scolded on my own podcast. The smallest thing I could ask of you. What if I quit the podcast? You can make a demand of me in the context of our podcasting. I'm the one who drives here. Everything. Oh, that's fine. But if you wanted to say tomorrow, like, I will not do the podcast unless we record in my house, I would say yes, fine. Well, I don't really care. And in fact, me. the situation. I like, I like coming here. I like seeing Rose. But at this point, it might be better at your house because we probably have, we don't have a dog there. We don't have the. We can just sit on your balcony or whatever. When the weather gets nice again, <laughs> it's not a bad spot. No, but I like coming here. I like seeing Rose. So my all I'm saying is I just don't I understand we, we definitely team, could have done it earlier. We have to work together, and my only thing is if we know we're gonna miss a Monday, let's get the now here's my defense. on Monday. Now here's my defense. Yes. When I travel, yes. I know nothing. Amanda is in charge of everything. Okay. I she tells me because last time I went away, I came home on a Monday. I got home at noon or like one. And it was dropped on me that I still had to work that day. I assumed I wasn't working that day. So Amanda knew that, and she said, hey, this one, you can't work Monday. I had no idea what time our flight was. I didn't know. I wasn't accounting for the, the three-hour difference. So it didn't even come into my head to record like early because I assumed, well, I'll just do it late Monday. I didn't know. That's on me. I'll take responsibility. But like also... You could have recorded a solo episode. Oh, you had the equipment. I had the microphones. You have the microphones. You have a computer. You got, you have a phone that's better than my computer. Well, what's the pocket? No one wants to hear me talk. Why? It's, you're like 70% of every episode anyway. No, I'm not. I'm definitely mm. not as much as you think, actually. Mm. Don't know if that's true. But that's fine. All right. Well, other than me being in trouble by you, what else? What else happened, huh? Well, I just was always mad at you. Glad my I have a third parent now. It's just what I needed. Yeah. Look, 
More, I was just how more, upset do you think our twelve listeners are that there's not a podcast? It might be as many as fourteen. How many? Plus, how really? many people looked at their podcast feeds for the brothers catch up? And were like, huh? Look again. That's not the point. The point is, I was more hurt that my brother stood me up on like the one hour a week I know that we're going to spend together and just hang out and have fun. Yeah, and it's more. I than apologize. An hour. It's more than an hour of your time. I apologize. But like, look, when we recorded on Sundays, it was no good. And I get like, well, now with football the season, weekend, Sundays are pretty good. In fact, you know what I'm thinking for next what? week for what? the record. Yeah, I record think from MetLife Stadium. Yeah, I think we do like that'd be fun. A I think takeover episode. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking we bring the laptop and the microphone. It's not like we need Wi-Fi to record. No, we just record. We can record like a preview of the game. We get people to during the tailgate. <laughs> yeah. Then on the drive home, like in the car, we can do a post. Yeah, that was I was thinking about that. I don't so if want, you wanted, we could do that. That'd be fun. I don't want to go to this game. Oh, neither do I. I can't, dude. I Look, when I, I was looking at Mike McDaniel's. Yeah, when I was looking at tickets, this is how sad I am. We're going with our mother. Yeah, and our mother wants to sit close to her friend section, which is fine. I don't care. I would prefer to always be like. As close to the 50 as possible. Mm-hmm. But if not, I would rather be directly, like, middle of the end zone. Yeah. That way, when things are Corner coming... Corner of the end zone isn't bad sometimes. Corner's not bad, but our only option was, like, you couldn't get middle, so you had to pick, like, slightly a corner. I purposely picked the right corner, because I was like, well, when the Dolphins are working this way, two is a lefty, and he likes working to his left. Yeah. I'm, like... I picked out seats for our lefty quarterback who works to his left more often. And he is not playing. I don't care. Also, this game is going to be, like, hard. And I don't want to lose. It's going to be really hard. The Jets are scrappy. I told you. Like I watched we, them last week. If we game. lose in MetLife, I can't handle it. I hope we win. I wouldn't be surprised if we drop this game. I think we're going to get a surprise game down the line. And I think with Bridgewater, no matter how long he has to play... This team will find an offensive rhythm at some point with McDaniels. I think Bridgewater's going to be fine. I just think the trajectory of where both teams are and what they've been through. The Dolphins can't catch a break. No. So. Which is which is interesting to say for a 3-1 team who's beaten the Pats, Ravens, and Bills. They've earned that shit. They've earned that. And on top of that, though, you're right. They haven't caught a break. Yeah. So. I have a lot of faith in Mike McDaniel and this coaching staff. I have a lot of faith in uh, Josh Boyer. I like that. Not, I don't have a ton of faith in the special teams. There's been a lot of weird things that have happened. On special teams, teams have really, been bad. They've been, kind of bad. they've been good at times. They've done some good things, but they've done a lot of bad things. The punting has been great outside of the butt punt. Sanders is awesome. Mm, he missed the extra point and the field goal. He's still been good outside of that, though. He's made a lot. And the extra point, like, the extra point doink, like, do I would you, take that, actually, because it didn't end up costing us. And you, he's been so good on extra points. He's made so many extra points in a row that I've been thinking to myself, he's got to miss an extra point at some do you point. Think, Every kicker does. And that could be his one for the next ten years. Now, last year, if there was, like, a game on the line and it came down to a Sanders kick, even though he was having a bad year, I've had faith. I had faith he was going to, like, make it. This year, early, he showed... That he's, like, back to... What I like about Sanders is so, if it's within 50... You feel good. I feel really good. Yeah, yeah. And if it's outside of 50, I'm like, it's 50-50 here. It'll be fine. 
And like Sanders to me is the same with or without pressure, which I like. I agree. I agree with that. He's not. He's not great. Um, did you listen to Three Yards Per Carry by chance? No, because okay, I, I was too. I don't want to hear what they're. I'm too sad. Still, I'm glad that their episode was the only episode. Like, I now that enough time has passed, I want it to go back and like find something. And I, but I didn't want it to be about Tua. Yeah, I want to hear like the actual like what happened in the game that we lost to the Bengals, and they were kind of saying the same thing I I was thinking during the game, which is once Teddy went out or once Tua Teddy comes out. in, the coaching changes. Yeah. The, some of the calls I didn't like, they were going so run heavy, which was working. But when McDaniel in the previous games would were going pass heavy and then would bust out the run when you weren't expecting it, they didn't do the opposite in the last game. Like they didn't break out the pass. I'm like, oh, you could you could really pass on him right now, and they'd run it again. Um, and then he got a little conservative, not going for for like a fourth and one. They kicked a field goal on the goal line. I don't know, just certain things that I didn't love. But I get that it's your backup and you didn't game plan for him. Which is why I think it'll be different this week. Because, like, you know Teddy's your quarterback going into it. You're game planning all week with him as your QB. I think the coaching changed last week also because by that by the time that Teddy Bridgewater comes in, the game had gotten... You were playing then to just win a close one. So... I don't think it necessarily was, like, because they didn't game plan for Teddy or because they, instead of, like, trying to, like, throw the ball, get Tyreek Hill points, they were like, we need to protect the ball. Have long drives to save the defense. And it's not an indictment on Teddy. It's just, like, the backup quarterback is in. Let's protect. I think, so maybe it is is that. But, and then, Teddy, uh, Teddy, I was looking at his stats. he's He's a good quarterback. He's just got to play to his stats. Dude, he's a top top what backup in the league? Five? Well, Geno Smith has proven to be really good. Oh, dude, that's wild. Like, he, he's, like, really Look good. Look what Cooper Rush has done for the Cowboys. He's good. So, hard to say how good Teddy Bridgewater is until he starts winning some games. And the Dolphins I didn't have like history. the pick. I didn't like the pick that he threw. We, the Dolphins have a history of having the best backup in the league on paper, and then when they come in, they They're win bad. no games. So, well, let's... Dude, we, everyone last year with Jacoby was like, Jacoby Brissett, great backup. <laughs> the Vikings game is not going to be easy. They put up points. Their defense isn't great, but they put up points. Here's what I'm thinking, though. Byron Jones can come off the, the IR, yes. the pup or whatever. If he doesn't, this game's going to be really hard. If he does, I think it, it, it's still going to be hard. You need X to play. I really think, though, the reason why this defense can't end drives. Nick Needham is good, but he's just getting a little too much work on the on like the outsides, and he needs to be in the slot. And I think Byron Jones coming back is going to be huge for like the entire defense. Like, I think it changes the entire defense. I think so, too, but at this point, I don't know if we can rely on... Especially in games like against the Jets and... Remember... Who we're talking? Xavier Howard talks a big game, and I love Xavier Howard, and I want him on the field playing to his level. The way he's been playing so far this season, I'm even happy with, even though he's like maybe taking a slight step back. He's been fine. He's just been getting beat like once per game, but historically, which we're not used to that. 
Xavier Howard, if he has injury, is going to be taking some games off. And the games off are going to be against games like the Jets and the Vikings. Like, these games are not going to be easy. And then, like, the the Detroit game, it looks like it's going to be tough now. The Jaguars, they're going to be tough. But what this, team, again. what this team has shown is they're pretty good against the run. Yes. And I like our chances forcing Zach Wilson to throw the ball. That's going to be our – we need the defense to be Also, elite. this is a turnover defense that is not no getting turnovers. Well, it's gotten a few, but, like, not enough. Not enough. It's dropped a lot of turnovers. Yes. Could have. Could have had a ton. The entire defense needs to start catching balls out of the jugs machine like wide receivers. Um, but the rest of the NFL has been fun to watch. Like, there's been a lot of – The rest of the NFL is weird. I was so mad at the 49ers. Everyone has the same record. winning that game. No one is out. Like I know it's only four games, but like, it feels like everyone is two and two, yeah. or three and one, or one and three. There's no zero loss teams, and I there's no like, undefeated teams I feel like besides I the Eagles. More people than ever saying the NFL is rigged, and like I, I'm with those people. Like I'm like, oh yeah, it's talking. Well, talk. you were the one who had the whole season scripted. Oh man, it which is good. wrong. It's wrong now. But I do believe the NFL, to an extent, can be manipulated and rigged. But the way the refing has been this season has made me think, like, these refs, man, they're influencing every single game. The refs wanted the Bills to win the Ravens game. It's more than ever. They wanted the Bills to win that game. The calls and no calls that we're we're getting, it's almost like the attitude. I like what the NFL's done on the one hand because the attitude has shifted. Like, don't throw as many flags. But what the attitude has become is, like, only throw flags – when you could really impact something and then like change the entire game. Did you see or don't and change the entire Did game. you see in the Patriots game the the play that they scored the touchdown on was that of that took the lead the first time? The the play clock hit zero and on like TV, like on like the score bug, hit zero, a full beat, and it resets to forty before the oh, ball yeah, is I snapped. Did see that. I did see that, yeah. Now I get it that like that might not be the the accurate play clock to like the game, but it shouldn't be that far off. That looks bad. So I don't know. NFL NFL's been weird. And all this shit with two has pissed me off so much. Yeah. Because like Did you see your boy? Who? What a piece of shit he is. Who? Who? Uh who's my boy? What's that dude's name? The <sighs> A lot of boys. Outkick the coverage with Tra- Clay Travis, the other guy. Oh, Clay Travis? Not Clay Travis, the other guy. Oh, Jason Whitlock? Jason Whitlock. I love Jason Whitlock. What oh, what a piece of shit he is. What do you say? Calling to a brittle on how he needs to retire and he's not cut out for the NFL. Dude, go fuck him? off. I thought that when two was getting carted off the field. Like, no you way. Stop. He got any quarterback in that situation would be carted off the field. Yeah, he was... Had his head smashed into the fucking ground. And it had nothing to do with Sunday. I don't like the presumption that Sunday... Yeah, like, this idea that he had a concussion Sunday is ridiculous. Well, my whole thing is... He got cleared on Sunday. Yes. Now, maybe that was wrong. But he, he then got cleared Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And was practicing. So, like, whose job is it? If he's getting cleared all these times, whose job is it to step in and be like, I know he's been getting cleared, but we have a video that shows he stumbled, so he can't play football? That's fucking crazy. When is that the st- What other football players so hold like, to that standard? Why can't... Or football organization? No one. <laughs> Dude. D- 
What has Bill, the standard ever been? Bill Belichick. Did you see the Bill Belichick you can't stuff? Come back in a football game. No. The quotes. Bill Belichick. His quotes about how how insane it is for a coach to do what McDaniel did. Uh, does anyone not remember the 2015 Super Bowl with the Patriots when Julian Edelman was legitimately concussed for the whole fourth quarter? He was stumbling around after the game. He's slurring his words. He never got taken out. But Bill Bell. Oh, Bill Belichick. I've never seen it anything like it. What are you talking about, dude? You have. Rob Gronkowski has an entire article written about him, how he had 20, 20 concussions during his time with the Patriots. Aaron Hernandez killed himself and others because he had CTE from the concussions he had. No, I would not blame CTE on his murderous rampages. No, oh, he had CTE, though. So, I mean, I'm not saying that might be the cause, but the point is, is like, shut the fuck up, Bill Belichick, and you too, Harbaugh. It's crazy. I, I, is two the only NFL player to ever get a concussion? The game of football causes concussions. It's a terrible. It is a terrible sport in terms a of health. Machine. Yes, there was a whole movie on it. Why are we acting like it's just like Tua? It's so crazy, dude. I tweeted it last week. I said Tua is the lightning rod of the NFL. It's not Mahomes. It isn't Herbert. It's not Tom Brady. It's Tua. I don't know why. It doesn't make any sense. He shouldn't be. But all anyone ever wants to talk about is Tua. It's crazy. It's crazy. Pisses me off. I'm so fucking sick of it. So sick of it. One of the other reasons I was so fucking mad at you is because I'm our TikTok is blowing up, and we have so many. Let's not blowing. Let's take a step back. Our TikTok has some moderate traffic, and people have been leaving comments like "great podcast," and now they we missed an episode. I don't believe those people. I swear, there's three people who have said "great podcast" in the last few days. Did you think about posting a TikTok like, no episode today, we had some issues, there will be an episode tomorrow. No, you know what I made? I Interesting. Made, I almost made a TikTok you where I was saying, uh, tune into the podcast this week, it'll be up tomorrow, I'm going to yell at Frankie and probably end the whole podcast, but I deleted the, the TikTok. There are a lot of podcasts that just like... Don't upload. <laughs> I don't want to be that. I don't. No, care. no, I'm just saying. Like, look, this is our hobby that we embarked on together. Okay? Yeah. Just want. The, I just want. That's what I'm saying. I don't need the pressure of like it has to be. I, there's no. The point is, there's no pressure. I just want to be in the loop. Mm. Just like, tell me. You're if making it feel the, like there's pressure. The pressure is that we're in this together, and I want to be informed of when we're not going to be able to podcast like if there's a monday where like i expect to and we're not it makes me why am i getting yelled at again we just went through this i'm aware i said i'm sorry i said i didn't know that i was going to be home that late and it will probably happen again but hopefully (laughs) in the future we're aware of it and we make a plan for it ahead of time that's the thing like then it won't happen again because the only thing that happened is that you didn't show up well, not I didn't show up. I was in Arizona. <laughs> like, at some point, where are you, where are you going? No, like, he's going to come over. I know he's in Arizona, which is across the fucking country. Well, when it's, like, in the afternoon here, and you're like, oh, I'm at the air. I'm, like, just got to the airport. I was like, oh, well, we're not recording today. But, like, that's a shitty way to find out is all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Do you think Aaron Judge will hit? 62? No, no. This is the worst. Get, I think he's gonna get eight at bats. He just got. He just went uh-uh. two for four today uh-uh. in, the, in the day game. 
He's gonna hit one. Dude, he looks awful. No. He looks awful. Like he looks like he's only trying to hit a home run right now, and it's clearly getting to him. And like like baseball is so hard. <laughs> and the added thought in his like he's just been every day this season coming to the game like I'm the best player in baseball and I'm gonna put on a show. This is what I do. And that was going great up until he hit 59 home runs. And then it changed. 60, 61, and now 62. I didn't even realize what... I don't think anyone did. I don't think anyone really thought it was going to be like it is. Did you? Did you think it was going to be... Like, when I went to the game the day after he hit 60, Yeah. I didn't know it was going to be everyone on their feet the second he comes up to bat. Of course, forever. Dude, it's Everyone it's a crazy it. atmosphere. He's in Arlington, Texas, and the entire the stadium is on their feet. No one's done it ever. It happens so rarely. But and the last time it's happened, we know that it was because it was kind of fake. Well, that's the other thing that's pissing me off, is like all the people complaining about... Like, it being a big deal. Like, it's not a big deal. It's only... This. It's like, yes, we cut he's perfect not... perfect games. There's been a million perfect games. <clears throat> you want to just not watch perfect games Like, now? Like, yes, it's not the record. I'm, it I'm, would be awesome if it were, though. I we agree. would be starting to tune in when he hits 60. But, we're, why are we acting like people hit 60 home runs all the time? No one has hit 60 since Bonds. For real. No one's done it. No one does it. Outside of Maris, it's what? only been done by three guys. Yeah. It was Sosa, McGuire, and Bonds. What do those three guys have in common? Steroids. I'm a big steroid guy. I think they should all be in the Hall of Fame. I think everyone should be on steroids. I think those records count. Yes. But that doesn't mean 60 doesn't matter. 60's an no awesome one, number to get. No one fucking does it. Everyone tuned into pool host getting 700. That's a crazy number. He doesn't have the most home runs. I think he should go for it. Keep staying, yeah, keep hitting. Dude, he looks great. If A-Rod's biggest mistake was retiring. If I'm pool host, I'm like, you know what? I'm not retiring. Someone, I'll just keep getting one-year contracts. I'm going to go for 800. A-Rod is the NFL's Tua. I mean, the MLB's Tua. Except A-Rod's kind of a scumbag. Well, A-Rod, also, A-Rod's better than Tua, though. Well, yeah, way better. Also, Tua hasn't cheated. <laughs> and, I'm pretty sure Tua, and I'm pretty sure Tua isn't gay. But I'm not sure A-Rod's not gay. Correct. Not that I'm sure. I'm A-Rod. sure Tua isn't gay. I'm not sure A Rod isn't gay. They both. There's married. nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying. That's not where that there's anything wrong. With that's it. where they're different. Uh, um, the other thing, I was watching the game today while I was at the gym. Okay. And Michael K brought up the '72 Dolphins, and how that perfect season. Um. How they? How he said every year. When that last undefeated team loses, that team pops champagne. He's like, it's really. He's like, how do you guys feel about that? It's like the '98 Yankees asking Cone and Paul O'Neill because the Dodgers lost yesterday, which means they cannot hit 114. Yeah. The bet, most they could get is 113, and they could go on and win the World Series. Now the Mariners obviously broke the record and won 16, but they didn't win the World Series, so kind of doesn't mean anything. And that made me think, like, will that be bested? Well, Eventually, I think. There's so many good teams these days. 
And one, and here's the thing that'll happen. One fourteen and running the postseason all the way and completing it—that's, dude, it's tough. I think the MLB will add games at some point. You think? Probably. You think they'll add games? They'll probably add teams and games. How many more games could they add? Twenty. Oh, they're gonna play 182 games? Eventually. Yeah, I think so. I don't know if they could do that. <laughs> Especially once they have seven inning games. 90 home games sounds pretty cool, though. Well, they'll have seven. You'll have, like, built in double headers again, but they'll be seven innings. And they'll be separate admission. They could charge more. I don't know how I like that. Once streaming comes in, they cut commercials, and the games could be a little faster. It's the future of baseball. The bags are five feet in diameter. All right. Well, until they do that, I don't know if anyone will best one fourteen. No, I agree. Because I thought the Dodgers well, no, this actually, year had the best shot at it. Also, are they are the Dod this Dodgers team the quietest, most dominant team ever? Well, like that's your East Coast bias. Yeah, I mean, I guess so because the talk here is like Mets, but. I don't know. It just doesn't feel like anyone's talking about the Dodgers. People talk ever. about the Dodgers. I was just reading today all about Freddie Freeman. Yeah, but like, I keep... By the way, I love Rizzo. Dude, I Freeman fucking, was such a... Would have been such I a better signing. fucking can't stand that we let him go to the Dodgers, man. And I like Rizzo, too. But like, Freeman is But how long have I wanted Freddie Freeman? Because he's obviously a, an all-time great of the game of baseball. Dude does it all. And if he were in Yankee Stadium, I know he's putting up ridiculous numbers in his hometown and like as a Dodger, whatever. He's from LA. I think he's from California. I don't know if it's his hometown, but I, maybe I'm wrong. Or maybe he's from Atlanta. I thought he was from Atlanta. I yeah. thought like he was a hometown that, kid. That might be it. He's and they like Atlanta. let him walk. Yeah. Okay, that's also crazy. Yeah, he would have dominated New York City. But then Judge wouldn't have won the MVP because then you, I would have lost my argument where you can't have two. No, he was, he was born in California. Okay, I thought so. He doesn't seem like a California guy, though. But I'm telling you, if he would have been in New York's, if he would have been hitting in Yankee Stadium, he would have had an all-time season too. God, he's so good, dude. And he had like such a bad start to this year. There was all that drama about if the Braves actually offered him a contract, you know. And his agent was like, "No," it's like agent lied to him. I don't think that's true, though. I'd kill somebody if it was. <laughs> yeah, you'd be murdered. I need I need Aaron Judge to like just hit sixty two in the first inning tonight. He's gonna have like a three home run last two games. How many consecutive at bats in a row do you think will hit a home run? In? All eight. I thought I really thought 61 was going to be the one like after he hit it the floodgates were going to open. I didn't think he'd get stuck on 61. I just want And now he doesn't have enough at bats to get. Like I thought he'd get to 65. Like There's that was no what shame I thought. in ending at 61. But all I care about is when he gets to the playoffs, he just goes back to being a good Aaron judge who hits all of them. And he's still good. He's That's still what I'm a little worried about. Do you see what his OPS was in September? Probably like 1.3 or something. 1.41. Yeah, it's crazy. That's crazy. So, like, what are we talking about? That's crazy. <laughs> Jared Carabas tweeted. He said, it's going to be so funny when Aaron Judge gets stuck on 61 and then sets the record for most home runs in a postseason. I would take that. 
Oh, give me it. Yeah, like I would prefer it. He I only mean. hit sixty-one. Oh, but he hit fifteen during the the playoffs. That'd be sweet. Yeah, and he carried the Yankees to a World Series. Dude, I legitimately can't go on the baseball subreddit because of the comments that I see about Aaron Judge. What are they? Just like how some people argue that he's not the MVP. Not or only he's not, not good. the MVP, that like he's been carried by the Yankees and like how he's, he's been carried, injury riddled, and like. He's things. played every game. He's, he hasn't <laughs> sat a game in 54 games. Just different stuff, you know he's played 54 games in a row? Like, Well, now he can't sit ever. Well, they, did you hear what they said today? He's going to get five days off. Of did you hear what they said today? What? They're like, yeah, if he doesn't hit a homer in the first game, he's going to be playing the second game. Yeah, of course he's playing. That, that's such a That's such a funny thing to like. Yeah, if he doesn't homer, he's going to play. He's going to play. But if he homers, play. we'll sit him. We'll sit. He's just going to get 62 at this point. Like, now it's just like, whatever, hit that 62. I think if he doesn't get it tonight, I don't think he gets it. I don't think he gets it tomorrow in the last game of the year. Although it would be fitting. Maris did it in, hit in the last game of the season, right? Did he hit? Hold on. What did he hit today? He got. I know he got at least one base hit. He went one for five today. Also, he's like pretty much lost the triple crown, which kind of sucks. That's what I wanted more than the home run. But whatever. It's not still batting 310. It's pretty damn good to go along with your 60 homers in 11 war. Dude, he's such a crazy baseball player. <laughs> I think this is the first 1.1 season. If it doesn't drop 12 points, his OPS just has to stay above. It's a 1.112 right now. I think it's the first 1.1 season since... Uh, I think it's Bonds. He's approaching career 1.0 OPS. It's pretty good. 0.977. It's pretty good. Hope that'll get up over 1 next year probably. You think if he has another year? Well, it depends on what happens with the contract. I think he'll follow up this year with, like, another MVP season. Dude. It's not going to be what this season is, but it's going to be, like, How can you so let good. him walk away? Listen, I'm, I, I've been saying it, and no one's taking it seriously yet, because, like, the season's going on. It's like, yeah, of course he's coming back. But if he doesn't, I will not watch the Yankees. Like, I can't <laughs> do it. I can't do it. I love him. More than I've loved a baseball player in my life. I used to cut out pictures in computer class in high school <laughs> of Bryce Harper and tape them to my notebooks because I loved Bryce Harper. I'll shit on Bryce Harper's head <laughs> for judge. Like, so like, I don't know. He, you can't let him go. Especially, I swear to God, if, the, if Steve Cohen... Just gives him, like, 500 mil. I won't be mad at him. Like, you're getting paid crazy. Go. But I'll die. I'll be dead. He'd retire as, like, the king of all of New York. It'd be kind of cool. I would Dude, have to be a Mets fan. What if he went... Okay. This would be cool. I, honestly. What if, if he... Aaron Judge goes to the Mets, I would trade in my pinstripes while Aaron to, Judge... Like, hey, until he retires, I'm, I'm a, Mets a Mets fan. fan. And fuck anyone who ever... Fuck you, Brian Cashman. my loyalty to the <laughs> yeah. Yankees. I love the Yankees. 
But fuck, you guys deserve this. What if he hits 62 like tonight? Finishes out this season. Yeah. Next year gets signed by the Mets. I think I would cry. Doubles down. Hit 74 no, next year. I would year, cry. I would die. And everyone's like, oh, oh shit. I would die. If he ever did that for the Mets, I would die. I can't even think about that world. He's the fucking Brian Cashman side <laughs> Aaron Judge. What are you talking about? But no, I wouldn't. I've been saying I'm a Mets listen. fan. And I wouldn't even be ashamed. Be like, I've been saying it since day one. What you do is you tell Judge, hey. Go go enjoy free agency. Go get wine and dine. Go, back go get contracts. Whenever you're happy, you come back to us. You show us your best offer. We're matching it. We're going above it. Doesn't matter. What and you're a Yankee. Yeah. That's what you want. That's them what to I do. tell them. That's what you want them to do. And then I tell them like, hey, I will do anything for you. Like I'll I'll rename Yankee Stadium to Aaron Judge's Yankee Stadium. Aaron Judge Land. You gotta win the World Series first for that. If he wins the World Series, like I, like you, then you really can't let him walk. Well, no, absolutely not. Like then he's like. But I feel like this organization and Brian Cashman would be like, we got the World Series. Now we got Peraza and Volpe and. Oh, dude! Speaking of, Dominguez is killing it. By the way, f- forget Dominguez. Dominguez is going to be a stud. What are we doing with Peraza? Is he really not going to play over IKF? He's so, so good. good, dude. Dude, he hit a homer today. He's just hits, his defense and his is defense really is good. so good. And we're just going to play. A worse player. <laughs> what is that? It is crazy. But this is the team that's going to let Aaron Judge go to the like, Mets. Like, as Waldo Cabrera came up, and they are like, he's really good. Aaron Hicks no longer plays if it means it's going to impede on Oswaldo. Like, they did it with Oswaldo. They're like, he's really good. He's a part of our team right now. Yeah. But Peraza, who's come up and has shown he's better than IKF, is like, no. IKF. But you could put IKF at second. What, what about Glaber? You could put IKF at third. Yeah, Donaldson should be the odd man. Donaldson, Donaldson should DH. Also, it was weird because like when I was in Arizona, I didn't pay any attention. In fact, I haven't been paying attention to the Yankees outside of Aaron Judge at bats probably for like the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know how I feel about the postseason. I really don't. I have no confidence, but I'm also not, like, pessimistic. I've gotten more confidence over the last few days. The bullpen scares me, though, with all the injuries. But it doesn't scare me because we also are going to be pitching guys who aren't in the bullpen right now a lot. You need Herman to be good. You need Clark to be good. You need Trevino to stay good. You need Wandy to be Wandy. And, like, you can ride... Dude, the Nationals did it. The Nationals... Went through the bullpen with like four relievers. They're like, we're just gonna pitch. We're gonna pitch. Can pitch at this we're gonna pitch these four relievers. And this as many innings every as possible. day because we trust them and they're good. And until their arms fall off, we're trusting them every day. I'm excited. We haven't had like real postseason baseball in like three years. Gotta get past. Like gotta, since, gotta win the first series since 2019. I'm gotta win the first series before I'm excited. I hear Rose going, Daddy, Daddy. Are you worried that if we play the Indians or the Guardians, Josh Naylor is just going to be like just yelling in everybody's face? I love that kid. I love him so much, but I'm worried he's going to be a problem. I saw that one game where he just like single-handedly destroyed the White Sox. (laughs) I was like, this kid is awesome. But he'll be a Yankee in a few years. They just called up his brother. 
Dave's his brother too. Yeah, I would invest in his whole family sight unseen. They just really. called up. They just called up his brother. Bone some guys, Miller. some guys, you just want the energy and the and the talent. That guy's awesome. I don't know. His stats may not be good, but I see what he could do in this brief burst. It's like, oh my god. But there's something to say for guys who like their numbers may not be good, but like in the biggest of moments, they're like they're the guy. They're hard to get out. They're crazy gritty. They rally up the team. Remember Raul Abanez? Raul when he was a was Yankee, great, I was like, dude, like he's not having a good year, but. When you need him, he's there. That's a gamer for you. You know who's a gamer? Tua Tungvalu, which is why he's going to be back. Everyone's like he's going to be out for the season. If he's only concussed right now. I think he's back next week. I think he was, I'll be honest. I think if they probably would want to play him. If there wasn't this media shitstorm going on, I think he, he plays over the, the 10 Jets. day period. Because I think yeah. he's almost out of concussion protocol based on what. Dude, based on what everyone's saying. Everyone's like, yeah, he's great. He's himself. Well. And two, the way two is, he's a weird freak. And I, and like I said, I don't disagree with Jason Whitlock when he took that hit. I mean, I thought he listen, was. Listen, here's what I have to say. His parents were at that game. His parents have seen him carted off the field with very serious questions about his the future of his health twice now. It feels like nine times. I think twice he's been. Well, he wasn't carted off when he broke his hip. They somehow got him to the sideline. Because <laughs> he got tackled by the sideline. He was airlifted from the stadium, dude. Yeah, but like they stood him up and he like hobbled off. So that's pretty good. Um, he had those weird, dude. But for as brutal as he is, he's also one of the toughest motherfuckers in football. Yes. Don't forget. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was about to say. Before the the LSU Alabama game that everyone was talking about leading he had up that to surgery. He had that surgery the week before, and he was well, like, "No, I'm playing." That's literally what I was about to say. I was gonna say to a talking about weird. Freak football machine. Like, he does not care about anything about getting back on the football field. So, like, everyone's talking about how he should retire. It's so weird because everyone wanted to to retire because he sucked a few weeks ago. And now everyone wants him to retire because they just care about his health. Well, but here's so, like, the thing. Here's it the just thing. sounds like here's the thing. you guys hate him. So, here's like, I thing. just want to be left alone. Here's let the my thing. quarterback play when he's healthy. Here's the thing. If the doctors say he's fine, then he's playing. That's how he's going to think about Here's it. the thing. All week after two against her, oh, he shouldn't have been playing. They should have. They should have kept him out. Let's go back. Let's imagine a world where they decide it's a short week. We're three and zero. We're gonna sit Tua. Is the media saying it's a really good thing they're sitting Tua? We were worried about his health. No, no, no. Every single media conversation Fragile is Tua Tua. can't play. He's not an NFL quarterback. He's too fat. Fuck out of here. No one actually cares about him except for the people in that locker room and Mike McDaniel. So fuck off. And me. I care about him. I care about him. God. But for that reason, because I care about him, I kind of agree with Jason Whitlock. Like, at some point, maybe Tua, you should just retire because, like, holy shit, dude. Dude, I sat during the game. Or like, throw the ball away. Well, that's the big, like, dude, you gotta learn to, like... That play, he had the ball for an hour. Throw it! Throw it! <laughs> you have a 350-pound lineman <laughs> running at you. And, like... You are, not for nothing, Tua, you're a tiny guy. I make excuses for Tua all the time. Like, all the time, constantly. That's his biggest flaw. Dude always I thinks... I can't defend you when you do that. Like, dude always thinks... He always thinks he has a play. There was no play. Dude, there's no play. Just and get rid of the ball. Play, you missed it. Throw the ball away. It's oh, fine. that's what they were talking about. They were like, they were like, he had Waddle. Like he could have threw it like a minute before he got hit, but instead he misses Waddle, and then just gets rocked. <laughs> oh my god! But you know what? Maybe it's a learning thing. Maybe he just needs to get concussed a couple times. Like, oh, I gotta throw the ball away. 
All right, let's... and he, dude, and he was he was having such a good game. But I know he threw the pick, but like I didn't care about that. The the guy I watched top billing who calls him the Samoan sniper did a video leading up to him getting hit, and he's like, "Look how good Tua was playing, though." <laughs> dude, he was Tua awesome. Was good. He was cooking. He was... Dude, that first drive was nuts. Strike, like, strike, are saying, strike. Are saying he's not good, this that, but this guy does things on the field, and like Teddy Bridgewater wasn't as good. And no, Teddy Bridgewater wasn't as good. So. And hopefully Bridgewater gets some wins. All I, I don't care if it's ugly. I don't care about what happens in the game. Just win. Win a few games. Jacoby Brissett had an opportunity to save this team's season last year. And by he just winning failed. a few, And he failed. You have a chance to save this team's season. You're just going to pick up. you got to win more than you lose. It doesn't matter how many games it is. Just now, win more than you lose. I do think Teddy Bridgewater, for as much as I think two is better, I do think... He has a skill set that Tua doesn't have. I do think his arm is a little bit stronger. I do think his legs are. He has more bad. mobility. So like, but don't throw the pick he threw to clinch the end of that game is the pick he cannot throw. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think what you do with Tua Bridgewater doesn't throw that. Pick. No, what I think you do with Bridgewater is like, you ex- you stretch the field, and you run him. Yeah. And you throw like short screens, screens. and, run, and try the to get intermediate the where like Tua was like really cooking this year. You kind of have to stay away from that with Teddy. He's going to overthrow a guy, he's and it's going to hit the, the, he's, he's the safety gonna behind. He's going to throw it to a linebacker that's, like, sitting in front of him. <laughs> so you can't – those can't happen. Yeah. Throw a lot of screens to Waddle and Tyreek, and then over everything. Because yeah. he's got the arm. Yeah, he can reach over there. And then if your line doesn't hold up, run him he off. can run. Yeah, get him out of there. I agree. And can we – And the Jets' also, defense is really – I'm going to say something I didn't think I was going to be. I'm like slamming the table for more Chase Edmonds. I can't watch Raheem Mostert. He's good, and he gets good runs. I don't like him as an every down back. Chase Edmonds should I be carrying the ball on first down. I third back that could beat up the defense a little bit more. Well, that was supposed to be Sony Michelle, but he sucked. So what I would like to see... Or can we run more runs with Ingold? Well, what I would like to see happen more is if we're going to try and run... Mostert so much, we also have to run just more in general. Yeah. Like, I don't mind Mostert getting more carries too and have the majority of carries, but we need to run more generally. If we're only going to run a few times, it's just like the line. Chase Edmonds is going to be a better short back. I just don't think our O line wins consistently enough to have a consistent run game. Because, you know, every week so far, we've had good runs. But over the course of a game, we can't run the ball, which is interesting. It's not like last year it was like you never have a good run and you just can't run the ball. It's like you can run the ball, just not often. I would love to establish a run game. I would love to establish a run game. I would love a game where it's like, now we're going to go run for 200 yards on them. Or have a 100-yard rusher who gets you first downs. Be nice. Like you're always, or you're always in short yardage situations. Like that'd be good. Yeah, we've had a lot of medium to long th- third downs. Can't have and that. And Tua converts those, but Teddy will not convert those. No. As consistently as Tua. Yeah, so you got to get the short yardage. Yeah, that's it. But the cool thing about the Bengals game was that not only did it bring us all down to earth as Dolphins fans, it was like, dude, at this point, the sky's the limit if Tua stays healthy. And then it's like, well, the, if the Tua stays healthy part, out the window. But. But if like Tua comes back, like if Teddy Bridgewater goes out and gets the win, yeah. and you're four and one, and Tua comes back the week after, right, you're let's feeling go, great. Let's go get him. Now, 
And I would give two the Viking game too because the Viking game is a revenge game or a, uh, for Bridgewater. Yeah, he wasn't a Viking that since like what 2018. But still, I mean, that's his first team. He's you know there. what it is about Teddy Bridgewater? I know he's Teddy Two Gloves, but stop! Don't wear the glove on the throwing hand. Oh, like now he's gonna change. It that. looks bad. It doesn't look good. It's gotta. It's gotta impact the throw. I don't like it. <laughs> Also, I don't like the way he holds the ball. There was a picture. He was, like, kind of holding it where, like, his middle and ring finger were, like, together, like, here. and it, So it looked like he was throwing it like that. And, like, I don't, I've never seen anyone throw a football like that. And I don't know if it was just maybe, like, the picture looked weird. I don't like that. Like I said, just want him to win. Go win, Teddy. We have to record this podcast. All right, let's see it.